This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love? Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having? Oh, it's got, got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing. But to myself, that goes without saying. But what dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip. Yeah. But where can people get it? So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, It's via participating restaurants only. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. So see McDonald's.com for full details. Welcome to the Ale and Vale podcast. It's Wednesday the 4th of October. It's 20 past 8 at night. And Vale played last night away at Bristol Rovers. I didn't get to see most of it. Well, I saw bits of it, so... I shan't be commenting, so I'll be leaving the comments to Johnny and Tommy who joined me. We were both there last night. Johnny, time did you get in bed? Uh, about half twelve, I think I settled into bed. Um, didn't go into Wales like I saw somebody ended up going on one of the coaches. Um, went went the right way. Um, but yeah, about half twelve, decent decent run back to be fair. Yeah, Tom, time did you get back? Yeah, about <clears throat> about the same. Um... Got back about half twelve, and then I was in bed for about one o'clock. Yeah. By the time okay. I'd uh, got myself settled, I didn't I want to go straight bed because obviously I had a bit of a numb arse from the drive. Did you drive? I drove, yeah. So yeah, you should have let your dad drive. You'd have been home for half ten. Well, we, we <laughs> yeah, true. Dad's going Bahrain today, so oh, fair he, yeah, he didn't fancy uh, going to Bristol, coming back, then driving to Heathrow the next day. Yeah, Bahrain or Bristol. Well, yeah, especially after being in Bristol last night, there's uh, only one winner, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm guessing it begins with a B. It does, it does. Yeah. yeah. Let's get into it then. Um, obviously, Vale have made a signing today. We'll talk about that after the review of last night's game. We'll go in chronological order, just in case you hear any of it. Oh, we were lacking a physical presence with from blah, blah. Then we'll talk about the signing after. So... One of you two will have to do ref watch because, as I say, I didn't really watch it properly. But I have seen the sending off instance, so we'll get to that when we get to it. So it finished Bristol 3, Vale 0, Luke McCormick giving them the lead after 25. Jack Hunt doubled the lead 45 plus 2, and then Giovanni Brown 85th minute. 
The stats of the game, Bristol had 59% possession to Bale's 41. Bristol had 10 shots, of which seven were on target. Bale had six, of which two were on target. Clear-cut chances, Bristol had two, Vale had none. Corners, eight for Bristol, three for Vale. And Vale were caught offside four times to Bristol's three. So there you start to the game. Johnny, what were your initial thoughts? They were, when the team come out, with Chizzy rubbing his hamstring after Tuesday, it's best to rest him. Good what? 11. Oh, that's the Saturday one. That's, that's the Saturday, come on. That's the Saturday one. Yeah, yesterday, yesterday, you said, interesting 11, no striker playing. Deborah deserves a start after his cameos. <laughs> Big this one for Sangin Cass. Not happy to see Plant back on the left. <laughs> this is why we do it before, right? Exactly. So, interesting 11, I think we'd all agree with that, and no striker playing. I'm sure that's going to come up as we go through. Deborah deserves a start. I think it's fair that he did. Didn't turn out very well, did it? Yeah, I think. I, th- I think the thing, the, the the big thing with Deborah is he never he never looked settled against Chris Martin. I think Chris Martin saw that there was a young lad playing there and was like, "I'm going to play on this." And what what happened happened. It's it. The first one was never a booking in a month of Sundays. No, agree, and I have seen him. Totally agree with that. The second one is a booking. And it's a stupid one if you're on a booking. So, agree with that as well. Like, I think you, you you give a referee a decision to make, you can't moan when he makes it. No. And I think the Bristol lad brought it and, you know, he threw himself around. But I fully expect us to do the same in that situation. That's not a dig it in by any stretch. Yeah, look, when you know someone's on a yellow card, it's, it, it's, it's almost gamesmanship, isn't it? But... Yeah. You play on it's it. Also, yeah, it's it's also it's just just being a bit sensible as well. Like Deborah shouldn't have put himself in that position to make that challenge. No, and and that's the big thing. And he'll know himself. He doesn't need people battering him. He'll know himself that he shouldn't have done it. He won't be feeling great about it on his on his league debut when potentially that could have been the start of a ten game run for him with Yak being out being out and stuff like that. So. He's put himself at a disadvantage as well. So, it just it was just stupid that second one was. The first one was was pathetic. Like we, we know we know this referee. We know we've got previous with him. I don't think he was that bad yesterday. Right? I don't. I, I don't think like like I don't think he didn't do anything where where which jumps out at me and goes. Jesus, that's fucking stupid. What he what he seemed to do was what a lot of refs have have done recently is he he, fa- he favoured one side slightly. So some some of the tackles we were we were making in their attacking third, he was giving us fouls, but the other way he wasn't. And yeah. it it was just a bit it was just a bit crap. I don't so, know what it looked like from in the ground, but not long after he sent Deb off, they should have had a penalty looking at it on the tally. Which tackle yeah. was that? The, one the, from behind in the box. Yeah, me and Jamie Plant. Kyle spoke about that one. That I think Cass touched it straight after whoever went in for the challenge. And the referee yeah. said that he played the ball. Yeah, and I think that was a sympathy from the ref because he just sent one of ours off. And that does happen, I'll be honest, it does happen. I think it was a bit of a sympathy of, oh, I've just sent one off, I'm not giving that penalty. It's got to be like 
decapitating someone to get one after the the, the Alfie Divine booking is shocking as well because he's nowhere near the goalkeeper. Yeah. The goalkeeper yeah, just goes down on the floor yeah. and holds his head. And uh, the referee probably, I don't think the referee even sees it. I think it's only when a Bristol Rovers player goes to him. You know the line of flagged for that, Tom? Well, the lines shouldn't be flagging for that because Alfie Devine's gone down the other side of the goalkeeper. Yeah, yep. I don't I think, because like, I, I, I was like, well, the ref had his back to it and, and someone pointed at the liner with his flag up. So the liner had flagged for it to bring the ref's attention to it. Ridiculous, then. They both yeah. want shagging up the arse. But it, for, for me, like, like I say, I, I don't. The ref wasn't the reason we lost that game last night. Right. Um, and and that I don't, I don't really feel like he made any massive decisions where you're going to be ultra critical. The, the first yellow card. The you, first you, yellow card. Weirdly, I can see why he's given it though. Yeah. yeah because no, of I, the position he's in. And the position of Collins going down, I don't still don't know whether it's a booking because it just looks like it's a coming together. But I think that's due to the fact that he is potentially one of the last two defenders. I think that's the only reason he's booked him. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that the booking's more because of like where the fouls occurred and where Collins was going to, rather than him getting too much on it. But I. T- <laughs> I think that you you only have to see what happened at the weekend in the Liverpool game with Yota getting two silly silly yellow cards sort of thing, and that the first booking was probably the same as that. I think Andy said it in the group chat, didn't he? Yeah, and yeah. There was, there was minimal contact, but you, you're giving the ref a decision to make, and I suppose how how by the letter of the war has he made it correctly? I don't know because. Yellow cards seem to get given for all kinds of things, don't they? Yeah, yeah. But carry on with ref watch between you, because as I say, I only kind of caught bits of it. Well, to be yeah. fair, other than that, we kind of we've kind of nailed the majority of it with that. Yeah. Um, there wasn't second half. I don't think there was really a great deal. In the, you know, he gave us a few more free kicks second half. Um. I had a joke with uh, Tyler who I stood with that he'd actually only got one working arm and could only point the one way. Um, but it was, it, to be fair, in the second half, the game was pretty dead anyway because they were just passing it round us. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, the first yellow card, 100%, is it full? Well, uh, it's It's harsh for me. Um, and maybe the penalty decision that he hasn't given for them. But other than that, he's not to blame for the performance. In, in all fairness, I was doing my tea when Deborah got his first booking, so I could I heard the commentary and then I come in and watch it. And even the Bristol Rovers commentators were like, "That's pathetic. That's never a yellow card." And that was the Bristol Rovers commentators. Yeah, I think I think Joey Barton touched on it, didn't he, as well in his interview without saying it. He 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 said something like we're a good side and they were they were lucky to be playing against ten men. So yeah, like he he put he said something along them lines about that. So it, that felt like even he he kind of knew that it was a fortunate a fortunous. Is it what fortunate? Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Red card. That's the budget. 
Um, but yeah, I think o- over- overall these things happen, don't they? Um, I'd be giving the ref a five. I think it was slightly below a six because of the of the the first yellow. But other than that, it, it just it felt like he favoured the home team slightly, but only slightly. And we got the free kicks that were probably Stonewall free kicks, and then the fifty fifties kind of went against us. So, um, yeah. I think but, he was just a bit petty sometimes, but like annoying to both fans. It was very yeah. petty with the throw-ins. For us? But, yeah, they got to be exact. Not even like a couple of yards, they got to be exact. But not but not them. No. Yeah. But, but, that, but that's annoying. That's, that, but that also has a difference when there's 387 people shouting at you or 7,200. It's, yeah. It's going to sway you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, Johnny... After your remarks before the game, thoughts on Crosby, what he got right and wrong last night, and Mark for the coaching staff. I think for me, for it's it's a four for Crosby and the coaching staff. It's criminal to not play a striker when you've got two on the bench. I think you you've you've got regardless of how how well we played in that first fifteen minutes, because I thought we played decent in that first fifteen without looking threatening. You, you, you've got to you've got to take a bit of a good hiding for not playing a striker when you've got two. Like even if you have to play both of them forty five each, because for whatever reason you think they're not they're not fit enough to sixty or ninety whatever it is. Like it's just criminal not play a stri- not play a striker. Um, the other the other bits were, I think, I think he should have protected Deborah. I think. He started shaky, and as soon as he was on the yellow card, he he didn't settle, and I felt like it was a bit, you know, Barmer against um, Cambridge, how how he took him off at half time, yes. sort of stuff happening, and I think that was always going to be the plan because do you destroy someone's confidence by taking them off half an hour into the full debut? It, I just I just would have liked to see him be a bit stronger and maybe think about it because. Tom, I don't know about you, but it, it felt like as soon as it, there was a mistake in him. Like, this is Deborah. Yeah. I don't. It, it, uh, I'm going to try and reserve this for more so for when we go through it, but yeah, he didn't look like a footballer to me last night at all. I thought he looked fucking awful. He, he couldn't. He just looked so off the. He looked miles away. But me. It was yeah. it was probably probably if I hadn't seen him um in his too brief and we've got to add in they they were pretty brief spells. Was it or was one he came on a little bit longer one it's Saturday? Did he play a little bit longer Saturday? Yeah, about half hour into Saturday. Yeah, um not too bad. But then yesterday, honestly, I'd have put that yesterday on par with uh, Derek. That's how bad he looked yesterday for me. Yeah, I think I think it was it was uncomfortable, most wasn't it? And I think that's, it just that's the didn't thing. look like he knew where he should be. Yeah, and I don't know why he couldn't play right centre back. Well, he did, didn't he? he like he, he kind of kept started being out in there. the centre. Yeah, but he kept going out to right, didn't he? As well. Well, so this he... is is that Crosby? Is that him? Mm. <laughs> it just it just looked a complete shower of shit. 
Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest, if he didn't get sent, I'd have dragged him. But... Uh, yeah, I, I, see, I, th- I think that's part of, part partly for me was what the issue was with Crosby is that he should have. Mm-hmm. About after after the booking, he still he still looks a bit clumsy, and I, I think I would have dragged him then and just kind of give the old "I'm sorry, but it's needed" sort of I'm speech. Not, I'm, I'm not necessarily. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's looked good in the two games before yesterday. I don't think he's looked anywhere near Jesse Deborah will be a a huge asset for this football club. I think that's a lot of pressure to bang on someone. They played, what, 45 minutes in two games, started their debut and got sent off and all of a sudden the manager's saying they'll be a huge asset. Is he backing him to the hilt or is he... Has he put too much pressure on him? Because at the minute he just no, he's not 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 for me. But just he looked miles off it last night. Yeah, yeah I think I think that's fair. And obviously we'll get it. We'll get into the actual performance. But I think when you look at the bloke, he's got all the attributes. He's the right size. He looks quick. So you've just got to make sure that the other bits. Um, now, so it was Usain Bolt, but he doesn't make his uh, positional sense, does he? I think that's that was a, a stuff like that is huge in this division. Yeah, I think I think playing against Chris Martin will, will have, if, even for the half an hour will have taught him a lot. So, mm. I mean, don't be wrong, I'm not writing him off or anything like that, but just saying it as I saw it last night didn't really fill me with a lot of confidence. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you've been unfair. Well, I say I think I think a lot of that's down to to, to Crosby that the, the change should have happened, and then I think he left it too late to make the change for bring Barmer on as well. Yeah, well, that um, was my that was my biggest bugbear. That should have happened the moment he got sent off. Yeah, Barmer was warming up from the moment that happened. It went through quite a quite quite a big warm up and was wasn't brought on till half time. So like I think for me he got the he got three big decisions in the game Ron Crosby did. And that's that's massive. Like you can't Criminal. stop a striker. Like that's the big thing. And you, you give you give you give someone a bit of slack if we had if we hadn't got one. Do you know what I mean? If Lofter got injured, Willow was injured and Thomas was injured you kind of give a bit of slack, don't you? And say, of course, yeah. We, we, we haven't got one. Mass is doing better than he has done last season sort of thing. So let, let's run with it. But when when we've got two sat on the bench, you, you've got to, you've got to hammer him for it. You, it, it, it'd, be, it'd be remiss of us not to. That's the thing. Like, I, I can't sit here and say, I'm, I'm all right with that. I think the, I think the problem... The, the the problem with it as well was that it was it was the two strikers who played the most football up front for us. Yeah. If it was two lads we'd just bought in on Monday and they hadn't played football for a while, I could understand starting Gav up front. Yeah. And I understand what he says with regards to the closing down. But Josh Thomas is just as good at closing down as Gav Massey. And Josh Tom- Thomas is a striker. Yeah. Yes, I appreciate Gav changed the game on, uh, well, Gav, he was part of the reason the game changed on Saturday, but that was in a completely different position. You can't then put him in a different one 
and expect him to have the same impact. Well, yeah, but Josh Thomas come on in the same at the same time, didn't he? So well, yeah. Like I'm not. I don't. I don't think it was down to one or the other sort of thing. I think it was the fact that what they both brought to it was was the big thing. But yeah, I think it, criminal not start with a striker, and then to to kind of not protect Deborah on a yellow when when he looked shaky to me. He looked very shaky. Um, that's that that's. I, I, I get that. That I, I wouldn't say that was a huge mistake, but part of me is like good, ma- good management. Probably hooks the lad and goes, "Look, I'm looking after you. Here. You're going to be a bit pissed off. It's your league debut. You, you're going to be a bit pissy for a few hours, but in the long run, you'll 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 see why you've been hooked and and you'll you'll be all right with it. And then not not bringing Barmer on until it was too late, really." Because two 0 down against ten men, that's that's game. You're knackered. Yeah. You're really knackered by them because then you. I I understand, but the, to go to the four with Cass as a centre half alongside Smithy, marking Chris Martin after he after we just got what's his face, after he'd just been sent off, was absolutely mental, because Chris Martin just held. Lewis Cass at arm's length. And that's nothing against Cass because yeah. Cass is probably a third of the size of Chris Martin. But yeah, there's not going to be many defenders that don't get pinned by Chris Martin either, is there? That's there and there isn't, but obviously there's, there's, there's defenders on our bench who could have probably put more pressure on Chris Martin than Lewis Cass. Well, let's be fair, there was a defender in our starting 11 that should have been marking Chris Martin. Chris- well, and yeah, that was bizarre for me because, you know, the, the only thing I can think of with the, with the Smith situation was were we scared of Giovanni Brown's pace? So we asked Smith go and mark Brown, but that I just I, I just don't I can't I can't see why when you've got Nathan Smith do you not start him in the centre against Chris Martin? Well, we like, just said about you know. Um, Bloody hell. Uh, Deborah having pace. Yeah. Why would you not start him against the pace and Nathan Smith against the battle? It just seems, why would we not go like for like? Yeah, I think I think that's fair. And and this is this is the first first time that I've looked at Crosby and thought, I don't understand what he's done there. Pretty much every other every other decision he's made, you kind of look at it and go. Okay, I can see that. And when he's explained it, you kind of understand. Do you know what I mean? Like Cambridge, I know Tom, you were in there, but the bomb have been taken off at half time. Like, I didn't get that because I don't, I didn't think he, he, he didn't feel like a player that needed protecting, like Deborah felt it to me. And I know, Bez, you, you, you saw it differently with Barmer. Yeah. So you probably would have hounded a Crosby out if he left him on and Barmer gets sent off. But I didn't feel like Barmer was going to get sent off, whereas I thought I thought Jesse was. So it's kind of like who knows what would have happened at half time. But yeah, I, I wouldn't have gone Crosby out, but it'd have been yeah. I'd have said he should have taken him off. Yeah, and that, that that's it. I think that's I think that's the big thing. I think I've seen, I saw a lot of stuff last night in the heat of the moment of 
it, it, the, the old cliches were back of, oh, this director of football's done shit for us. Like we're, we're, we're left without we're left without a proper number nine. And I'm sat there going, that's not that's not how anyone can sit there and blame Flickcroft for that when there's two sat on the bench is is beyond me. And I'm not saying I'm not saying he's done a perfect job. When we had the discussion about it and stuff like that, we said that there's some flaws and a couple of them flaws have become bigger, like wing back, for example, with with Mitch out and, and stuff like that. It's it's becoming more noticeable that we are a wing back short. That's one I won't get into at some point. Yeah, no, that's fair. It was on the training videos Monday, but doesn't make the bench on Tuesday. It was sunny on Monday, though, on the training videos. They pissed down all Monday, somewhat someone pointed out. So were they yes. actually... Yes, yeah, we said about that, didn't we? Yeah, were them training videos actually from Monday? Yeah, I think they were. Fair. But yeah, it's, to me, they need to come out and give us summit on that because speculation's going to start and we all know where that leads to. Are you, are you trying to say that um, you don't think he's got tonsillitis? I'm trying to say I don't think he's got tonsillitis. Yeah. What do you think he's got? Um, Or a fallout? Fallout-itis. And I don't know this. I'm just... To be on the training videos on Monday and not make the bench on Tuesday, but Reese Walters doesn't... I really like Reese Walters, don't get me wrong. That's not a dig at him. I'd love to see him get an opportunity, but maybe not this early in the season. To leave Clark out the squad altogether. Did he come on the pitch at full-time? For you two that were there? I can't remember. Clark, can't, okay, can't, yeah. I wouldn't have thought, if he got tonsillitis, I wouldn't have thought he'd made him travel. Well, if he got tonsillitis, I wouldn't have thought he'd be training on Monday. Uh, yeah, but I think there's a, um, it depends what, the, it's a, it can be a bit of a bastard tonsillitis, I get that, but yeah, I, I do agree. And if it is tonsillitis, fine, but do you know what? Probably shouldn't be in training shouldn't be at on all, training actually, videos because, on Monday, because yeah. Though, should he? Because it's pretty contagious, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if it's only by kissing or breathing on each other, but I don't know. I had my tonsils out when I was six, so I don't know. You been kissing the girls then, were you, mate? I, I honour now, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on from my love life. Did you give him a mark, Johnny? Yeah, I'd give him a three. Yeah, fair enough. So let's get into the team. Brought to you by Johnny's Micropub and St. John's Square, Booslem. Get yourselves down for a pint. Probably not before you get on the coach to Portsmouth Saturday. He'll be shut. And he might be when we get back. But on Sunday, Thursday, Friday, and when the Vader at home, get in and have a pint. In goal, Johnny, Connor Ripley. Yeah, I think Ripley for me, six for Ripley. It doesn't feel like he could have done anything with the goals we conceded. Um, in the ground, the third, it looks like he was a bit ropey. But having seen it back, it looks like it's, it's a, a good strike. And he's actually at full strength when he dives. Um, so I, I, I'm not going to complain too much about that. Um, but yeah, six for Ripley. Good performance. We know what we're getting with him. We're used to it. So um, he, didn't make, he didn't make a cracking save in the first half. Um, but yeah, overall, good performance. Can't, can't really say much more about Connor. Yeah, fair enough. Tom? Yeah, I was the same as Johnny. I, um, with the third goal, kind of right behind it, and it did look like it went quite central, but it also 
dipped and I thought he was perhaps too far off his line. But having seen it back, if he's standing on his line when the ball's that far out, then I'd probably be bollocking him for not coming out quick enough off his line if something else happened. So, yeah, good it. So, can't really complain at that. His kicking was decent. You know, he picked um, Garrity out and Sang out um, on numerous occasions, which I looked to seem looked to me like that was our plan for the night um, for our aerial challenges. And I don't think either of them lost a header all night. Um, but yeah, pretty solid game for Connor. Yeah, fair enough. And moving on, Tom, on the right of the back three at the start, according to Sky, and as I say, I missed the start, but Sky say Nathan Smith started on the right of the three. Did he? No, Smithy started on the left. Started on the left, yeah. I was... thought so, to be honest, from the bit I saw. So let's go Lewis Cass on the right of the three, then. Tough night for Cassie. Uh, tough love needed for Lewis. Don't think he's cut out at this level, if I'm honest. Um, he's had a few good games recently, but there's just there's too many times when he's getting involved higher up the pitch and he doesn't know what to do with it. And I appreciate, yes, he's a centre half, but there's I don't know, there's too many slack passes. There's and there's there's not enough defensive ability to accommodate his slack passing going forward as well. For me, at the minute, I, I, he, he'd be one in January. I'd be looking at moving out. Yeah, potentially Johnny. at the minute. Yeah, I think I said I said on Saturday's pod he was growing on me. Do you know what I mean? He, he'd come off the bench a couple of times, done done the basics right. Yesterday he just looked, he just looked a yard too slow and a. And just a bit too weak in all his challenges, sort of thing. And it was like he made one really, really decent challenge in the first half, where he, he stabs it, he stabs it away, makes a last ditch tackle. But that's come from his mistake as well, so he's kind of had to make up for that. Um, my big thing with Cass is, well, like he he wasn't really helped out by Sang in the first half, but. You've also you we're playing against three forwards, which means our three centre halves should all have one man each. Aaron Collins was given the freedom of that right hand side, and that's down to Cass and Sang to deal with. And when like I say when it's three forwards, that's that's totally down to Sang to Cass to deal with, or for him to be screaming at Sang, forcing Sang backwards to help out if he doesn't feel like it's it's down to him. I just didn't see that happen. It's not. It wasn't an absolute disaster of a forty-five minutes for him. He's 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 played a lot worse than that. But like Tom said, he, he's just he, he's got to, he's got to build and his next time he pull, pulls on a veil shirt, he's got to be better. And that's the big thing. He's he's got to show that he's getting better, which he was doing. But it feels like there's always one of these games for Cass. And I don't, I don't think you can do that in league, in league one, and get away with it. Mm, so, um, well, it's, it's going to be an odd one because he's only on for forty-five minutes. But feels like 
it felt like he was he was coming off there on a four. Yeah, no, I was gonna I was gonna say a four as well. Yeah, we'll go. I with thought that three then. would have been too harsh. Five would have been too kind. Yeah, falls somewhere in the middle. Well, he has been known. Yeah. Um, he wasn't on for forty-five minutes, and normally the <laughs> players subbed before the half-time. We don't give him a mark. Are you giving Jesse a mark, Johnny? As he wasn't subbed, he was sent. Yeah, he's getting a mark. Go on, man. <laughs> he might wish he hadn't by the sound of that. Look, it, it was it was stupid by him. Like the first, like I said, we we spoke about it already. The the first was soft. The second was stupid. And then that's the big thing. Like the second is stupid. We've all played football at whatever level. You don't have to. You don't have to have played the professional game to know when you're on a booking. You've got to be. You've got. You, you've got to be a bit bit cuter with what you're doing. You, you take into consideration the sort of referee that that you're against as well. You, you know. You know if a referee is going to have the bollocks to send you off, whether he's looking for it or whatnot. You just. You've just got to be smart, and I just think that. Apart from the fact he looked like a, he looked like a fish out of water, he just was stupid. And that's, I think like, you can let off bad performances every now and again from players. I think stupidity takes a lot more to to rebuild that faith. Um, apart from that, he made an half decent challenge in the first, in the first couple of minutes, but just never looked like he was. He was settled, so it's a two for Deborah. I think he's a bit. There's a better player in there. I know. I know, Tom. You were saying that there was a lot of pressure been put on him by what people have said, but there's there's definitely a better player in there. We've seen the couple of cameos that there's 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 a decent player in there. But on the other other side of that, Cass has looked decent coming off the bench. So <laughs> who knows at the minute. But I, I have faith in this one. It's just going to take a little more time, I think. Yeah. But, and I don't, I don't ever expect, sorry, I don't ever expect that the plan was for him to start this early into his Port Vale career either. So Maybe not. Tom, anything else to add to Deborah to what you said earlier? No, no, no. I think I've, uh, I've battered him enough. I'd have probably given him a one on last night, if I'm honest. Uh, yeah. There's getting sent off, then there's getting sent off in the first half as well, which sometimes almost feels a little bit more criminal. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't help you. And but it, 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 there is a forgiveness of though, if you're a bit pissed off with the first booking, you've got to learn to have a level with that with that annoyance. You can't then yeah. go throwing yourself into tackles because it's stupid. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to batter him any more than that. Uh, but yeah, one one out of ten for me. Yeah, fair enough. I'm moving on, Tom. On the left of the back three was smudgy. Uh, a pretty smudge game as far as I can really remember. Um, I don't think he did a great deal wrong. Don't think he did a great deal brilliantly. He probably was having a decent game up until um, they went one up. We went down to 10 men and then obviously it changed for a lot of players then because your role changes. Um, but yeah, just a, a bang average game for Smith and me, for, for me and there, maybe a five out of 10. Yeah. Johnny, 
Yeah, I think I think Tom's right with the five. I think that that feels that that feels all right. The the one thing the one thing I would say about Smithy is that you you know what you're getting with him. He got into a bit of a tussle in the second half and it, it and hit the deck. He he threw. He looked like he threw Martin down and Martin stayed on the floor for a couple of minutes and then realised he wasn't going anything got back up and sprinted away after the ball sort of thing. So you knew there was a bit of gamesmanship between the two, but I'm all right with that. That's what should have been happening from the start. First thing that should have been happening is Smith should have been pinching Martin and try and get try and get a reaction from him. But that's that's on Crosby. Um and yeah, other than that, I don't really remember him doing much. So five five feels about right. Fair enough, and I'm not asking for a mark for this one, but very interested. How did uh, Big Cove do when he came on? Because it looks as though this Saturday we've got Jesse suspended. The Yaks obviously out for eight weeks. The Vale confirmed yesterday. Dan Jones is out and Lewis Cass is out. So it looks as though we've only got Smith and Barmer fit at centre-half on Saturday, unless you're playing Conor Grant or Lowen there. So how did Cove do when he came on? I thought Cove was pretty solid when he came on. Um, yeah. I, th- I just... On sorry, I did remember something on Smithy that I didn't mention. Um, the third goal, I thought he could have been a little bit stronger in the tackle. Um, I think he was just a little bit weak with Brown, um, but not taking anything away from Brown, good it and everything. Just thought he could have been uh, a little bit stronger in that initial tackle. Um, yeah. But yeah, Kofi, Kofi for me, pretty. Pretty solid game last night. He looked a bit more like the Kofi we saw earlier on and not the Kofi of the last couple of games where he looked a bit shaky. And I think that's good news leading into Saturday then because it looks like he's going to have play. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me to see Conor Grant go into left centre-back. Yeah, Grant um, or, or, or Lowe. Well, yeah, I wouldn't mind Jason Lowe in there. I think defensively he's done, done quite good. Yeah, one of the two. Or you go to a back... I just don't think he's a midfielder. Yeah, it's either that or you go to a back four, but we'll talk about that in a bit, but not for long, so I'm getting bad. Um, (laughs) It's night o'clock. I don't know why he does this podcast at night. He just wants to go to bed every time. (laughs) I'm coming down with man flu. Fucking hell. And uh, I've got a throbbing head. My mum just texted me headache. to ask me if I'm watching Race Across the World while PSG Newcastle's on. Oh, Does she know you? Johnny on the right. Tom Sang, not Mitch Clark. Tom Sang. It wasn't Mitch Clark. It wasn't Mitch. Um, six for Sang. I thought won his head as well. He got got forward when he could well. Put in a couple of decent deliveries hard and low. Um was 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 okay. I think it felt like he was too high up the first twenty minutes. But again, I find it hard hammer someone for that when the manager's literally a foot in front of him. So if if he was too high up and it's not tactical, you'd expect the manager be absolutely on his case and Crosby wasn't. So I'm, I'm going to say that was tactical, so that's not really on Sang. Um, but yeah, overall, decent. It's just, I think some something's got something's got to be better with Tom Sang. 
and because he at the minute he doesn't feel like he's he's a wing back. He doesn't feel like when he played attacking midfield the other week that that was that was his place. But he's just he's just got to show a bit more. And that's my only that's my only criticism with him is that like when he's got the ball down the right, he's he's got to do a bit more with it, and he just his delivery isn't isn't always that good, especially from corners. It's so floaty. Tom, Tom, really? Yeah, uh, uh, no. Uh, well, maybe maybe last night, but. Uh, at Tom Sang's corners, especially at Vale Park, I think have been fantastic. What we're lacking is fucking being able to head the ball. We can't head. Have we had an header at goal apart from the one Ben Garrity scored? We can't seem to win headers. I think. Do you know what I think? Tom Sang's getting a load of shit at the minute just because we haven't got anyone who can head the ball. He's put he put four or five balls in last night into good areas. But they look like they're going to no one because there's no one either making the run or no one who can edit. Um, and he's and I get I get what you were saying, Johnny, with him being high. I think when you're playing with wing backs, they probably need to be high if it's on their side, don't they? Because otherwise you you're not gonna get involved in the attack. I actually thought Sangi had a good game last night. I thought he had one of his better games. Um, for us, everything came down that right-hand side in the first 15-20 when we were on top. Um, and I think he's he's quite clever with the, when he is out wide, the, some of the balls he plays inside to get people in are quite clever. I think one, he managed to nick Alfie Devine in. Um, and then he's done a couple of, and I do I do feel for him because I do think he's getting a bit of unjust shit at the minute. Um, but also, you know, I'm not going to say he's been perfect or anything like that by any stretch of the imagination. But I, yeah, we. I'll be honest. I'll put it this way: Tom Sang's probably had to play there at the minute because Mitch Clark's missing so bloody often. If if James Wilson was missing half as much as Miss Clark's been missing, people would want him released. Has he started three games, Mitch Clark? No, I don't disagree with your sentiment there. I'm, three out of I'm, 14 games, is it so far, I think he started? I'm just not convinced that it's Mitch Clark being injured, the reason he's not playing. But then, but up until, all right, up until, I mean, what's he missed? Came, did he miss Cambridge, Mitch? Came off at half-time, didn't he? Came off at half-time against Cambridge. Right, so since, since the first half of that, so he's missed the last two games, Mitch. Three games? Well, he, was on, he was on the, on the, the bench, bench in the Glee Cup. Right. So he's been Glee out of the squad for two games. Yeah. So other than that, so he's, he's started, is it three games in 12? After playing 43 games last season, something he's got. We need more from that. We can't have, because people would have been, but people let him off because he's Mitch Clark and it's a bit, and but as I say, is... I don't know how much of it is injury and how much of it is the manager not fancying him. Yeah, but if the, man... if... if the manager's not fancying him because he's done something stupid, yeah, then, then that that's fine. Do you know what I mean? Like you're going you're going off a rumor that something's happened, and it's like 
I'm going off the fact he left the ground, slammed the door, and says, "I just want to play fucking football." That's what I'm yeah. going off. That's that's was, that's. Which I have no problem. Yeah, I have no problem with him doing that because he says to me, "I want me on that pitch playing football." Well, that says to me that's a bloke that's not injured. It's a bloke that wants to be playing football. Now he could have been referring to fucking Alan picked up a knock again. I just want to play fucking football. He could have been. We don't I know. just I just think tonsillitis is a weird thing to come out with because that is short term. Yeah. If he's still not in the squad on Saturday, I don't know many people who have tonsillitis for a week. No. Unless it's a right bad bout. Yeah. Oh, my lady's just walked in and said to me, uh, yeah. do you? You've never had tonsillitis? Slime. Um, but yeah, it, I, it's all right. I'll give it till if he doesn't play against Newcastle under 21. Yeah. But yeah. we just need. Um, but yeah, that's that, and that's why I feel for Sangi a little bit because I feel like he's he's probably playing there more than he should or was told he was going to. Yeah, I'd agree. Agree. But, but, but then, but then to me that this comes this comes down to the. The, the lack of the lack of recruitment there. Then, if if we've 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 gone with someone that played five games there last season at left wing back, on the premise that it was a bad injury and he's going to build up and going to play thirty yeah. times a season, we've 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 got plans that look shaky at left wing back. He's he's looked better. He looked better at right wing back in the one game he's played there, but we know he's a winger. We've I got. Mean, I would- much rather Mitch Clark play on the left and Plant play on the right. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I We've agree. got Shorris that when Benning left was hinted at that don't worry, it's fine, Jacks. We've got Jack, he can he can play when needed, sort of thing. But we've seen him in two cup games so far. And that's not me asking for Jack the young out, but this is just me saying what we've been told. And yeah. I just feel that we're we're at least a wing back short because Tom Sang's not a wing back. You, you know, you can tell that. You, you can you can see that he, there he there he isn't. Yeah. And, and we did say on here that if there was any area that we wanted to improve on deadline date was striker and wing back. Yeah. And I think wing wing back still wing back still for me is the key. And like like you said, I'd I'd, I'd be happy on Saturday against Portsmouth, which I think well, obviously we'll get there, but I'd, I'd be happy. If it was Mitch on the left, if if Grant can't play for whatever reason, or Grant has to play central, and Planty on the left, on the right, then yeah, well, yeah, it's it's something that needs it's something that needs addressing. And I think I saw Maller put on Twitter, Josh Emmanuel still free, so I'd I'd definitely take him. Yeah, depends how deep the pockets are. Um, did you give Sang an actual rating, Johnny? You did, didn't you? Give him a six, yeah. yeah. And six. I thought it was decent. Yeah, Tom, he only played 45 minutes last night, but Oli Arblasty. I thought he was probably one of our better players. Again, he was getting on the ball. Um, He wanted to be involved. I thought the decision to take him off was a bit of a shit one. Do you think, and I thought this when I saw the subs last night, he's taken Plant Arblasty divine off. Do you think he's just taking the young lads off to protect him in case it was a Barnsley mark too. But you can't, these, the, the, the professional footballers, I wish they'd stop protecting these lads now with 19, 20. They've got to learn. I agree with you. 
don't disagree with you, but do you think that was his thought process? Well, they're not going to make professional footballers of decrying about losing big game, games by big margins. You know, our last year came off the bench against Barnsley. Uh, Plant came off the bench against Barnsley, didn't he? So they were both involved. I mean, granted, things got a lot better when the pair of them came on, but yeah, I just think it was a little bit... I think he's. I think. Do you know what? To Ollie Arblast, I think it's a little bit disrespectful to kind of say to him, "I can't trust you to sit in alongside Funzo," mm. because at the end of the day, he knows how good he is. And then we've gone. Yeah, and I understand you're going to go and contain, but I'm sure if you take say to Ollie Arblast, contain him, don't go getting ahead of yourself, but let's keep the ball moving. We almost said to ourselves, right, we don't want to be moving the ball left and right. Uh, so we'll take off the lad who goes and looks at the ball and does that. Um, it just, it wasn't, the, it was never the sub that I would imagine because uh, I thought first off, especially there was one, I think he went running almost out wide as if to make it look like he was trying to slide Sang in. And he just had a little half turn and both of their lads who were round Ollie Arblaster were looking at each other and Arblaster was gone. Um so yeah I thought he was I thought he was probably our best player on the night and that's I know that's no surprise to to most Vale fans now that this you know keeps cropping up that he's a cut above. Um but yeah bizarre decision for me it wouldn't have taken him off uh, and he was probably a, I'd have probably said he seven because I thought he, he asked for the ball all the time. Yeah, fair enough. Johnny, do you think it was that protect, or do you think it's more of a case of eight games and four weeks and he's gone, do you know what? We're 2-0 down, 10 men, let's save him for Saturday. I think in hindsight, the idea was bring low on who's more defensive and kind of shut up shop that end. And that's not saying Ollie can't do that that bit of it, but like Tom's just said, all he likes getting the ball, getting forward, do, doing what he's good at. So it's difficult, but I don't think I would have taken him off. But then I don't know how. I don't know how how you make the subs and who you take off because you couldn't take Garrity off on the night. You you couldn't you couldn't take Sang off. There's, this is going to sound really harsh now, but the only player that probably could have come off as Gav Massey. And yeah, I think I would have kept Ollie on for the 90. I, I I don't think it ever felt like it was going to be a Barnsley sort of thing because we 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 didn't we weren't playing awfully. It was just we made some big mistakes. But yeah, for me, Ollie six for Ollie, I think seven's been a bit too generous. Um, I I think there was only one one player that was better than Ollie um, for me, but that's because of the time on the pitch as well. Um, but yeah, he, we know what we're getting from him. We're getting it week in, week out from him, and I think the only thing we've got to do is we've got to we've got to use him a little bit more. I think I think he's wasted picking the ball up on the edge of our area. That that needs that needs to be Funzo's job, and then Ollie be the one receiving it from Funzo to go and do something with it further up. That's my only that's my only thing that I've got to I've got to say I'd like to see change with with what we're doing with our blaster at the minute. 
Mm. I have to say, last night as well, there was a couple of occasions where he bollocked um, people at the back. Uh, I think it was Cass and I think it was Deborah. Um, because on two occasions, um, we Ripley played the ball out to Arblaster and he gave it out to the right centre-back, whether it be Cass or whether it be Deborah. Um, and he just... He wanted it back, and they don't trust him to give it him back, and they end up kicking it down the line. I think Cass kicked it straight out for a throw-in, and I think Deborah it might have had just gone through to their goalkeeper. Um, but he absolutely went ballistic, as if to say, "Give, give me the ball, trust me with it." Which that's what you want in it from your centre midfielders. Yeah. Next to him, Johnny was fun, sir. Yeah, Funzo. Again, we we kind of know what we're getting from Funzo, don't we? We we've, we've got a real good centre midfielder on his hands. He's he, he's quality. My only my only criticism of Funzo is like I've just mentioned. Um, I think he should have been one the one taking it off the centre halves and giving it to our blaster through the forward because I think Ollie's a little bit better at that than Funz is. He put an absolute rasper of a challenging in the second half. He was furious about it and I thought he'd done himself in when he did it. Um but yeah he's he's just his attitude's infectious. It just it it was just a fucking horrible game, wasn't it, for for, for the ten men that second half. So six for funds and we we just move on with it. Yep, Tom. Yeah, uh, same as Johnny said then. I thought you um saw his attitude, how good that was when we were down to 10, especially that second half. Uh, and he's worked right to chase the ball down and still try and do what what he does as a player kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, fully agree with the six for Funzo. Yeah. And on the other side was James Planton. Uh <sighs> Not his best game for me. Again, being moved to the left, does that have an impact? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I can't really remember a great deal of Planty doing anything first off. Um, I don't know. I, I need to see back to see who's at fault. I mean, it looks like it on the video. It's Divine's man who's run beyond him. Um, but if James Plant's standing off screen, not marking anyone, then it's a hundred percent James Plant's fault because the guy kind of runs into James Plant's position. Um, but from in the ground, I couldn't see that because I was more concentrating on what was happening because obviously the cross came from right in front of us. Um, so I'd, I'd just go with Johnny's mark on this because I really couldn't say that I noticed Planty really. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah, I think I think Tom summed it up a little bit. I, th- I don't think I noticed James Plant that much. The 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 tackle he put in the box, which, like you said, Bez, you think was probably a penalty. Yeah. Um, it's it's good to see him getting back and helping out his mates and William put in a tackle, but. 
he's got he, he's got to be he's got to be sensible as well. Um, and apart from that, he didn't really have much joy going forward. Jack on their right back. He's he's experienced. He's he's got out of this league. He, he's a he's a very good player. So you've kind of you you've got to, you've you've got to use what James Plant's got that Jack Hunt hasn't got, and that's pace. And he and he just didn't do it. I just feel like a couple of times he tried standing him up and 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 try play past him, which you, you're not going to do. You should just be knocking it and running running him because eventually he's going to drag you down. Um, but yeah, that that didn't that didn't seem to happen. I'm with you, Tom. I think I think Plant has lost his man. I think for me they're playing a three up front. So so our back three's job is to pick up the three strikers that they played. And if if your wing backs then pick up the the, the their full backs, wing backs however their their two were, were set up. So he just he just seems so wide. Yeah. And I don't understand why he was so wide. And I can you can see Alfie Divine as if to point across and say, hey, they, you've got to come across here, not me get back in beyond him there. Yeah, I think I think, I think that's fair. I think what Plant's good at is getting on the ball, driving with it, taking his man on, and he he just didn't get the opportunity to do it. So I say not not hammering him, like, but he's 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 now coming to the point where he's playing enough football to to not to no longer just be a young lad, a young member of the squad, and he, he's he's got to. He's got he's got to start he's got to start contributing from wing back and that's the same with Sang that's the same with Mitch when he's fit and it's the same with Grant the wing backs have got to start contributing more to to the team going forward and going backwards so yeah they have because in this formation that's fine isn't it? yeah it is you 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 look you're looking for you're looking for fifteen assists from your wing backs over the course of a season like over the two I'm not saying fifteen each but you're looking for fifteen assists from you from your two wing backs and. That that that's a big thing. I think if we probably look back over it now, we, have we have we got have we got one? Realistically, I think that that was something some some little homework for me, or for someone some some nice listener. Like I know Nathan Shapland listening to this as soon as it goes out usually, so he'll be able to tell me where the assists are coming from. But I can't, and I, I can tell you one thing: James Plant hasn't got one because you no, you'd be all over it. I would. So and, and that's but that's that that's the thing I like, we, we we're doing well like this. This is gonna this sounds really negative. This does at the minute, but we're doing well. We're in a good position, but we've got to take it on last night's performance. And it just I wasn't watching the same game as Andy Crosby. Let's put it that way. Fair enough. Moving on, Johnny behind the front man, Alfie Divine lasted forty five minutes. Yeah. Um, I'm yet I'm yet to see Alfie Divine spark, like spark into life. We've seen we've seen pockets of it, and I don't know if Divine's a a luxury player or not. I I haven't quite decided yet because it undoubtedly he's good with the ball. Like that's that that's that's not a question, but he's. It's noticeable when Chislett's not on, and it's also noticeable that we've not won a game that Ethan Chislett hasn't been involved in. So, like that's 
that that's becoming noticeable in that position sort of thing. And like, I just I just think with Devine, again as 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 that behind the front man, Garrity's contributing. Chislett's been contributing when he's played there. Devine's got to start contributing as well. Yes, he scored scored against Oxford, but was a penalty. He got the assist in the game. Good ball in, but how many times have we seen that since? Do you know what I mean? Like as he, when he's been on the pitch, has he taken the free kick? It's it's them sort of things. Do you know what I mean? It's like he's 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 got to start taking charge. But and people are going to say, well, he's just a young lad. There's there's more experienced players on there, but. At the end of it, he's, he's a young lad that's tipped for big things. He's going to be on the pitch with bigger players than what we've got at some stage. And if you're going to shy away from it, you, you're you not going to make it that far, are you? So you look at the two that we've got. One's, one's been to a World Cup and won one with England. I think the other one's destined at the moment to play, play for the actual England team, whereas Alfie, I think, Needs needs to improve, um, but based on last night, he was it was all right five, but he, he does he, he just needs to bring more to the table. Yeah, and all them stats you say it's also noticeable that we've lost to every side that begins with a B so far this season. Burton, Bolton, Barnsley, Barnsley, and Bristol. Yeah, yeah. All the okay. Bs. Can't so be any more Bs left, can they? Well, let's hope it's not bloody Portsmouth on Saturday. <laughs> Tom? Yeah, I completely agree with Johnny on Alfie. We need a bit more from him currently. He seems to have better games at Vale than he does away from home currently. Or well, Obviously, Oxford he did well, but Oxford is quite a large pitch as well. And I think if, when he can get himself in areas a little bit more... I feel like sometimes last night, particularly first half, we were sometimes we were trying to get through their defence in a little bit too tight of spaces. It was almost like their back line shuffled right across and they were the width of the 18-yard box. And then if we played it wide to Sangor Grant, they'd be saying, go on, then let them cross it in all day because they've got Ben Garrett in the box who can edit. As long as one of the four of us in here beats him to the ball, they shouldn't score from across. Um, so I think we just need to we need to work on something that gets Alfie involved a little bit more in an area where maybe he can can he get out of that and get himself into a position where if we get the ball to him we can just have a shot. I'd like to see him hit a few more from the outside the area. Um, you know we. I mean, if only you play for England under the 21s or England under the 20s, whatever it is, you should be able to hit a ball from outside the box. Um, you know, there's been snippets. There has, like Johnny said, there has been things where you think, oh, shit, he's miles above. But then there's also a lot of the time when he's been with us so far, he's just looked bang average. Um, so we just need more from him. It, it'll come. It'll take time, hopefully. But, yeah, uh, I think a five was fair last night. Yeah, and next to him, Tom was the best on earth. Uh, decent game from Ben. Uh, won every header. Um, ran himself into the ground. I think at one point he was playing right forward. Um, 
And yeah, that's a, a, a typical Ben Garrity performance with the legs. Um, he always seems to have a decent game against Bristol. Uh, he had uh, the centre-off that wasn't the lad from Stoke, uh, the lad with the dreadlocks. Um, he beat him every single time in the air. Um, and that was obviously our focus. And I think if we are kicking long from Ripley, then that would be a decent way to go because not many people beat Ben in the air if he's if he knows it's coming to him, to be fair. Um, but yeah, solid without... I mean, he had one chance that came across and he, I think he just snatched at it a little bit and fluffed it wide. Probably should have done better with that. But other than that, a relatively decent game for Ben. Yeah. Johnny? Yeah, I think... The one I think that's the one thing Crosby Crosby got majorly right is the fact that, like Tom's just mentioned, that we put Ben up against their number four and went right and kicked it at your head, and they weren't clever enough to switch switch that over at all, which which was weird because like you saw it quite early on that Ben was beating him in the air every time, and I think if if like like you just said if if the Stoke lad come over Ben Ben wouldn't have been shying out anyway and gone. He would he would have been still attacking and I'd back him to win win the headers against him as well. Um I think he was my man of the match. Um I thought he was he was everywhere, he was involved in all the positive things we did because he was winning the flick ons. He then went out to right midfield, second half for a bit, and then like you say, Tom, he pushed he pushed up right up next to Willow and Thomas towards the end and he just he just does it. He just gets on with it, and it it never looks never looks too much for him. It never looks like he's gonna throw his toys out the pram, sort of thing. He just looks pissed off. Yesterday when he came over at the end, I don't know if you noticed, Todd, when he came over, clapped the fans. He just looked really frustrated by it, and you can tell it means something to him, and that's all you can ask. So yeah. my man on a seven. Yep, Paralysis Escape Room, man of the match. Ben Garrity, given to by Johnny. Get yourselves over to Paralysis Escape Room. Look for them on Google. Based in Anley for a horror escape room. And for the scare of your life, Tom, we're going again soon. Yeah. Fucking Halloween weekend as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, don't know, it's not bad. Uh, Organise that one. Apparently, so a little birdie tells me that works at Paralysis that you chose the game we're doing? No. Oh, that's not what I've been told. He asked if we wanted to go and do this game. And you said yes? Well, yeah, so that's not me choosing. Why the bloody hell would you say that? Because I want to see you shit yourself again. Well, if what I've been told is correct, you won't see me shit myself, will you? No. No, I have heard that, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, moving on, talking about shitting yourself, Johnny. A lot of people did when they saw that we weren't starting with the striker and Gav Massey got put up front. Yeah, Gav did all right first off. I thought he was atrocious second off, though. I thought he went he went out on the left and he just he didn't he didn't add anything at all. And it was just it was it was just kind of frustrating because everything that Massey's been doing so far this season he's, he's worked himself into the ground in most games and he just 
You, what you want, what you want when you've got ten men is when we're firing it down the right hand side towards Sang and Garrity, you need you need that left sided player to be busting the gut to make it into the box and and help out. But with the, with the notion that he's going to have to go backwards, like he just he seems scared go forwards, and it just wasn't. It just wasn't. It wasn't great for him and. I probably would have taken him off at half time when I'm bringing Thomas on and leaving Arblaster on because I reckon Arblaster would have done that job up and down that left hand side if you won't bring Low on. Do you know what I mean? Like I just, I just didn't, I just didn't get it. So yeah, it was a, it was a four performance for Massey, but it's it's the first one of the season, so kind of obviously not letting him off, but. It, it is it's one of them for him at the minute. Yeah. Tom. I don't mute yourself first, really. Probably not if you haven't got anything decent to say. Uh, I haven't got anything decent really to add, if I'm honest. Uh, very similar to what Johnny said. You know, he did his running first off. It's just it's the positional sense and that's what shows where he isn't a striker for me there. Um and he must feel a little bit kind of hung out to dry because he's never going to get a run of games like this. He's never going to get a run of games. If we play him in his position, he plays well, and then we reward him with a start in not his position. Mm. Where realistically, he doesn't play well very often. Every time he's played well this year, has been the number 10 position, basically. It has, it has, and that can't be a fucking coincidence. No. Um... So, you know, I feel a bit for him. Um, but like Johnny said, it, it went... Uh, and it probably didn't help, obviously, in the second half that because we sat back so much, he was left so isolated. It's an absolute shit job for a striker to have to chase down the back four. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, he probably, he probably deserves a six for all his running, if I'm honest. But I don't want to see him up there on his own. No, especially when you've got two strikes on the bench. Yeah, but it's exactly. But yeah. So that's Super Vale Away, brought to you by Andy PBFC's Taxis. Get yourselves over to Andy's Taxis. He'll take you anywhere you want to go. And he'll pick you up himself, unless you're Jamie, and he'll send someone else to pick you up. But yeah, get over to Andy. He'll take you. And the last review before we get on to the news today, uh, Kerry's been in touch and has had a new kitchen floor laid. Said it's dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. No, very impressed, Tom. Very impressed. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, Johnny, that's about it from last night. We lost 3 0. It's one point out the last 12. Performances haven't reflected the points return. But my concern, and as I say, this isn't just necessarily last night because I didn't watch it, is we need to start putting the ball in the back of the net because it's all right playing well. But if you're not scoring goals or not scoring enough goals, you're not going to win games of football. And that sounds like a Michael Owen point that I've just made. Yeah, it was pretty much a Michael Owen point. But you, you are right. If, if, you, if you're conceding goal, if you concede one, you've got to score two to win a game, aren't you? Yeah. So, and we're struggling to score one. So, yeah, let, let's see what happens. Like we've been, we've been we've been asking for a focal point. We we obviously we assume Ryan Loft's injury is probably worse than. First thought, 
Yeah, well, um, Crosby has said that, and he says he went for a scan and it's worse than first feared, and there's no other news apart from that than it than it's worse than first feared. Fair enough. I've not I've not heard, I've not heard Crosby's interview. I, I heard I heard he sniffed on Radio Stoke, and then I thought I'll save I'll save that for another day when I've when I've relaxed because I heard him say that we were excellent and it nearly broke me. Yeah. Yeah, but no, we did. I can't remember if it was after last night or after Saturday. We did confirm Loft had been for a scan and it was worse than the first thought. I think it might have been after last night, actually. But yeah, so Loft isn't a short-term injury, let's say. And that's all we know. So, as yeah. you say, the news today. Ouch, there it is, back. The smile on Amos's face is from here to here. Johnny, what do you make of the signing? Is he not coming back with him? Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I think. Josh Thomas, Willow, um, Chislett, Devine, Garrity should all be rubbing their hands at Ooch because you saw what you saw what Ando did off him ten years ago, was it? Something yep. like that. It yeah, feels... it was about eighteen then. Monty's twenty-eight now. Eight, eight, eight years ago, eight, twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. Yes, you saw you saw what you saw what Ando did off him, and. I just I I think I think he's he's more of what he's more of what we were asking for. I get what Tom's gonna say in a moment. Um <laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna judge him to see if he's if he's changed. He had a he had a first touch like a trampoline sometimes, but he was big enough, strong enough, powerful enough, quick enough to go after it. And he majority of the time did. As well, so if if that's still there with him, if his work rate and his effort's still there, I think it's a good signing. My only concern is he falls into that bracket again of he's not really a goal scorer. But if 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 we're bringing in these people that are scoring five or six, and we're going to get enough of them scoring five or six, then we, we could be all right if he's bringing the rest of them in. So I like the signing. I think it's positive. I think it's a signal of intent that we aren't resting on as laurels till January and going, well, we could get through with what we've got. We, we're actually looking at, we, we might need change it up. And that could be a sign of, we might actually need change it up because we're missing three centre-offs in the next couple of weeks. So we're going to have to change that around um, as well. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy with the signing. I think he'll, he'll score a couple of goals. But the most the most important thing is he's going to be as annoying as fuck play against. Yeah, and I, I'm with you, Johnny. So I'll do mine before Tom comes in and brings us back down to earth. Um, I think it's a good signing. He's a Wigan fan at work. Uh, Wigan Wickham fan at work. He absolutely loves him, and obviously they've seen him a lot more recent than we have. Big, strong, powerful, pacey. A lot of the time, defenders don't know what he's going to do, mainly because he doesn't. Or that was certainly what it was like first time he was here. Hopefully his touch has got a bit better from when he was here eight years ago because there was times he was a bit like a trampoline, but there was also times he was completely unplayable. And the Sheffield United game comes back to mind where he bullied two defenders off the ball and smashed one in the top corner. And if we can get that Ooch firing, as you say, Johnny, it's a focal point. It's someone to get us up the pitch and keep us up the pitch because at the moment it's just coming straight back because we haven't got that big, strong target man. And... I like it. My main concern is looking at his recent history. I don't think he's played a game of football for eight months competitively. That's a concern. How long is it going to take before he's fully match fit? Tom, 
your thoughts on Dennis Park? I mean, Uchik Pesu coming back. <laughs> no, it's not for me this signing. This reeks of let's get someone in who's big, but we're not going to look at anything out. The bloke can't play football. He's he's. I love the fact you've seen a player that's that that's been sold for a million pounds at some recently can't play football. He can't. He can't. He's out. Who was it? Was it Middlesbrough paid a million pound for him? Yeah, Neil Warnock paid a million quid for no, him. No, I think Neil Warnock came in and put him straight on the transfer list, didn't he? And said oh, he could I, go. I thought Warnock played him. No, I'm I thought sure Warnock. it was. I'm sure it was Warnock no, who came in and told him. You're right. Once he t- who was there before Warner came, ex Sheffield manager Wildy. Chris Wilder. I think Wildy signed him, and I think Warner made him train with the under 23s from what yeah. Darren at work says. He's a Middlesbrough fan. So he's he's so basically we've signed him because he's big and he's strong. He can't head. He's. I mean, I think he scored. He's. <laughs> There was something, was it? I think someone retweeted it today. It was uh, like a football page on Twitter that said, on this day, Uchik Pizu scores this worldie. And he's just, he's been one top corner. And it's probably a goal you see six times a weekend on the EFL show. But it's almost like it's a big event because he scored it. And he's, he, he, honestly, I, to me, he's just not a football. I hope he proves me wrong. But in the last ten years, he's one of the worst I've seen. He's up there with Reggie for me. That's bollocks. That's bollocks. He's, he, he, he's not a footballer. He's he, you saying you saying look how Ando played off him. Ando scored one goal. Me in twelve you, games. It's not like it's fucking Brett Ulmerod playing off whoever he played off. Mate, we, we've 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 had JJ Hooper up there, and you've just said that that there is one of the worst that you've seen. Who got that, more goals? Who played more games? That's the thing. Uchi got six and half a season before he got recalled. So if he plays the full season, that's twelve. Which I'd be happy with that. But he ain't game play a football. He's missed ten games already, so that's you know 30, 35, 36 games. He's just. He, he's he scored 56 goals in his career. Out of, I think he's had 415 clubs um, in his 10 years. Uh, he scored seven headed goals. So we, we, we've all said, every single person who was there last night, we're putting all these balls in the box and we've got no one who can get on the end of them. So we go and sign someone who can't head. He, he, his goal record... Is bloody awful, and I understand. I, I get that. That can we get people in and play off him? But but you've also got to remember it, how he's got to have some sort of brain in there to do that. You know, watch the majority of his goals for his last time. He bundles them over the line, I, and I am absolutely fine with that if he keeps bundling them over the line. But he's not going to be on this. He's not going to be a little. James Wilson round a corner and he and he just flicks it and lays it off for him and uses him as a bounce board. He's not. I don't. I don't see the football and intelligence in him anywhere near that level to do that. 
I genuinely think he's potentially been signed as, can we throw him on the last 10 minutes and can he, you know, pick their centre half up and throw him in the back of the net? Because he is essentially a bulldozer with shorts on. Which is exactly what we're short of. Is it? Is it? Because whilst the ball isn't sticking, we've also got a lot of players who want to play quickly and want to, you know, one-touch passing. Yeah, and we're playing really nice, quick football across the back, across the midfield and down the sides. And then when it gets to the box, we're absolutely fucking clueless. And who are you dropping then for Ooch? I would like to see us go two up top. And who are you dropping then for Ooch? At this moment in time, Chissy's injured. Divine starts on the bench. I'm going two up top with one and behind. And you're playing Ben and behind and Wilson and Ben and behind, Wilson and Ooch or Thomas and Ooch. I don't think Ooch will start at the weekend, by the way. I don't think he's anywhere near match fit. I don't think he's played a game for eight months from what I can see. So so how long would you say before we probably get a 90 minutes out of him? Depends what he's been doing, doesn't it? Well, it also depends on what what you think because I'll, I'll, Wilson, Wilson and Thomas, you can ask the same question for. Mm-hmm. But have we, got one, have we got one 90 minutes out of Wilson so far this season, have we? Well, not so much 90 minutes. When you, when you can get a, a start out of him then. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think it'll start against Newcastle. <laughs> All right, league game. I think, I think, like, like, you like, I, mean, I could start against Newcastle under 20. Well, no, no, you I couldn't. Could. Your fucking knees would be gone in two minutes. He didn't yeah, we just said I haven't got to play 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> for me, a lot depends on how, how long, how long has he been training with us for? Because it reads, and I know, Tom, you've, you've kind of called bullshit bingo on this, but it reads as if we've been looking at him for a little bit. <laughs> Straight out of the handbook, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. He was the I mean, one we've been chasing all summer. We couldn't get I, him because he was tied to fucking no one. <laughs> I don't think he's been training with us because if he'd been training with us, there's no way some fucker hasn't seen him on the train. Well, exactly. Before. He's not inconspicuous, is he? No. And it just, I don't, it, it almost to me, it reeks of bloody hell, we were shit up front last night. Let's go on, let's go get Ooch. Oh, no, I don't believe that he's come from last night. We've been talking to them for weeks, week. There's no way it's come off the back of last night. It may have come off the back of... Saturday? Well, it may have come off the back of Ryan Loft's scan and thinking that Loft was going to be back in a couple of weeks and now we don't know when he's going to be back. It's just... And this isn't isn't me, and I am not 100% before anybody thinks I am. I'm not going to be standing on the terraces and saying, fucking hell, why is he bringing him on? No, but because from the fucking posh sheets, won't you? No, 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 <laughs> not at all. It, you know, he'll get as fair a shot as anybody else. He'll get his, Deborah will do the same. They'll get fair shots. Politics had a fair shot. And every time he played, I wanted him to do well. He just didn't. And it was, and it, it, it purely comes from, I want us I want us to be a good side. And personally, for me, my opinion on him is he's not a very good footballer because he's still, and he is part of the video that I happily, up until probably a month ago, would show as one of the funniest things I've seen on a football pitch 
of when he was playing in Scotland and the ball switched to him and he stands on it, falls over, gets up, stands on it again, falls over the other side and then dribbles it out of play. I have seen that. Now, this is way more present than when he played for his last. I actually thought the best version of Ooch I've seen was when he played for Crew before he played for us. And now I saw him a few times for Wickham where he bullied championship defenders. But I'll be honest, did, was there, is, there, is there a side in the last 10 years that have probably been more suited to playing with someone like Uchik Pisa was Wickham, who've had Akin Fenwar up front for 10 years? Um, no, you, just, you just told me he can't head the ball, though. So, not make up your mind. We can't head it, you can chest it. So, I prefer him chest it, he keeps control yeah. of it, though. What, so we're going to whip crosses in and you want him just to pigeon chest it? If it goes in, I don't mind. I mean, I can't imagine it well, can it? I'm thinking when the ball's sort of on the edge of the box, back to goal and we're playing balls into his chest. Yeah. I'd rather him chest it down and then lay it off. And I like, yeah, but it's, it, this, Dan, that is the bit that I don't know how good he is, the layoff. I'm not doubting his ability to hold it up. I know he can hold it up. And I know he's so, and I know it like, the amount of times I saw when we played balls down the line to him and he just rolled the defender because the defender tried to pinch it and he's away. But then it's what he does after that. Because he doesn't score a great deal and he doesn't get a great deal of assists. Well, it will be seen. And the other thing we've got to remember is we're outside a transfer window, so we can only sign players who haven't got clubs. And yeah, I know there's other ones out there, but we are restricted in what we can do now. Yeah, and we're also restricted on wages. And I, but I appreciate, yeah. you know, that we people might throw names in, and they might have no idea what their wages. They won't have any idea what their wage demands are. I kind of wicked move. Spent well, nobody knows what his wage on. demands are. Well, exactly. He was a championship second half of last season. So, does he want championship wages? Well, exactly. And he probably, you know. For his agents probably saying to him, "Fucking hell, you've lasted this long. You might as well see it out in January and see who's got in, see who's got an injury." Because someone will have someone out with an ACL or something like that come January. Don't, don't say that. Probably won't. Well, I hope it's not us. But yeah, no, no and, and this isn't. And like I said, 100, percent I'll support him every time he's on the pitch. Um, but that was just it's just my personal opinion on him. Uh, I don't. There was, I mean the. The, the, the cup, there was a few bloody replies to when we signed him. You'd think we'd sign fucking Johan Cruyff, but we just let's just see, let's just see how it works. I'll let's tell you see. one thing. I'll tell you one thing about it. Bloody clever by the club. I hundred percent guarantee you, we don't lose last night. This signing's announced on Friday. I guarantee you that. Well, possibly. Well, what, what's everyone talking about now? What, what are they all talking about? They're talking about Uche Ekpezu. They're not talking about Crosby being wanked. They're not, the people aren't slating Flitcroft like they were. They're now talking about Uche. It's bloody good marketing, this is. Oh, because it doesn't, yeah, but it doesn't get from, we don't, you know, it doesn't make, doesn't get us three points good marketing ultimately. And it'll, you know, it's, News, news is a twenty-four hour thing, and it 
It is, but like let's say proof proof's in the pudding. Saturday will be massive. I ex- I fully expect him to be in the squad Saturday. Yeah, I expect him to be in the I, squad. I do, and, and Saturday, I was thinking it earlier, Saturday absolutely reeks to me of Plymouth away last season. Well, they, I've, I've just, I say just, earlier I was on their podcast, they're, they're missing Regan Poole. Oh, thank fuck for that. Um, he's out. Um, Bez, you'll, you'll be happy here. Marlon Pack's out injured. Oh, thank God for that. He won't be refing the game. Though. He, he doesn't, he didn't play against us. He hasn't played against us for the last couple of clubs. He's... He played against us at home last season because he refed the game last season. He but he missed, he missed the game at their, at their place. place, didn't he? I think he did, but he definitely played at home because he spent the entire game and the refs here. And the ref succumbed to him and I think was noshing him off by a full time. Yeah, you, 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 weren't, you weren't happy with Marlon, were you, mate? What was the ref's no. name? Mrs. Pack. <laughs> <laughs> But no, but yeah. it, it, reeks, it reeks to me of Plymouth. Yeah. Well, well let's hope so. So moving on to Portsmouth away, brought to you by <laughs> repairheartingglasses.co.uk, as we didn't give them the hint at Ref Watch. Johnny, what did you see on the Portsmouth podcast with your repaired glasses? Well, like I was just about to say, also Alex Robertson's um, banned for them. He's picked up his fifth booking, so, that, so they're missing him, who's, who's their lad that they've got on loan from Man City that's, that's been doing really well in midfield from from what they they've said he's like they're all blaster, so they're missing yeah. it all on pack and Regan Poole. Um, they, I think it's it's an interesting one. Um, they've they've been playing four two three one with Paddy Lane, um, Colby Bishop, that that Andrewine that's on loan from Chelsea, and a young lad. On loan from Norwich by the looks of it, Kamara. So they they they've got a lot of pace and and ability up front. They've gone one nil down and one two one the last few games. So if we go one nil up, cross fingers. Who's on loan from Norwich? Um, Abu Kamara. Unbelievable, Johnny. What? No, is that is that? It's an unbelievable, okay. Jeff. So come oh, on. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's Abu, not Chris, though. Well, I'll let you off. You, you're not very well. You, no, you, not. Your jokes aren't very well. No, they never are. I'm going to say that they've not been good at the best of times, so when you're ill. Yeah. But yeah, yeah these, these, these have got a decent side. It's it's going to be a tough one away from home. Um, it's always positive when, when there's a few players out that, that you look at and you think, oh, that that's nice. Regan Poole's a big miss, I think. So we we've got to make the most of that. So is our uh, entire defence being out? Yeah. I know it's but, not entire defence. We've got Smithy and Barmer, but the rest are all out. I'd play Smith on his own, it's all right. And that's quite a physical forward for me. You know, Colby Bishop, we all know what Colby Bishop does. Paddy Lane, he's the one that was on under the cost. It's also an amateur boxer. Yeah. Yeah, so we, I'd expect him to be very physical as well. He's not actually that big, though, to be fair. He's not heavyweight boxing by any stretch. No, he's not, is he? But he's, like I say, he's still, still going to be decent strength, isn't it? And yeah. Yeah, I think these have these are got a good side. It's they're, not, they're unbeaten in 22 games, I think. Yeah, and they're on the top of the league for no reason after 10 games. No, exactly. But like I say they're unbeaten in 22. They've, 
they've, since Messina has taken over, they, they've had they've, they've had an unbelievable run, um, and it seems like he's got them ticking. So we've 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 got to go there. This is probably a game where we're probably going to have to be a bit scrappy and a bit horrible and a bit late and orient esque the other season, where we a just bit, keep... a bit Oxford esque this season, where we're going to have to sort of appreciate that we won't be the side dominating the ball for this game. Yeah, exactly. Them, them sort of things like we could use use what we've use what we've got to as advantage in that sort of terms. I think we are going to have to revert to a plan B this time round. I can't see I can't see how we start with three center halves realistically. Um but stranger things have happened. If it was me, how I feel at the minute, it, and let, let's assume everybody that we know is fit is fit, and Mitch's tonsillitis have cleared up. I'd be going Mitch at right back, Barmer and Smith centre off. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I'd go low right back, Mitch left back, Barmer and Smith centre off. I'd then put Funds and Arblaster ahead of them. I'd then put Divine and Garrity ahead of them and Willow and Thomas ahead of them. Oh, that's a very narrow side. It is a very narrow side, but I'd be telling I'd be telling the, the fullbacks to be fullbacks. So what a goal. Sorry. Thank you. Right. But yeah, I'd be telling the fullbacks to be fullbacks. Um rather than trying to shoehorn in Somebody centre half that isn't a centre half. Like Conor Grant's done okay then when we're chasing a game, but let's be honest, he's 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 an attacking midfielder by trade. Mm. So it's it, it's it feel like Aspin and Christian Montano, like that sort of thing there. Um, low, I wouldn't have the same problems with him because he's played a lot of his career at right back. So at least he's played in defence. Um, but yeah, I, I just think some form of change needs to happen. Yeah, it does, and we can't keep saying, "Oh, we've played well, but lost, or played well, but only got a draw." Like I say, it's one point out of the last twelve, and I get performances haven't got that, but performances don't get your points. We need Saturdays are tough, and if we do lose Saturday, we then need to start getting points back on the board again. Otherwise, people will start getting twitchy with what happened from January onwards last season. But yeah. I, do, I, you know, that's not me scaring. I think we're a much better side than we were then. But again, that doesn't get your points on the board. Winning games does. Exactly, and that's that. That's that's the big thing, isn't it? Like you say, it's just we we've we've got to start getting some points on the board. We we've got to. Yeah, Tom, it's your eleven. Um, I would probably be inclined to go with the same back four. As Johnny had low, Barmer, Smith, Clark, if he's fit, if not, then Grant. Uh, I would then probably go uh, with uh, Ojo and Arblaster in front. And then a three in front of that of uh, Divine, Garrity, Massey or Plant, not too fast, and then Willow. Um, I appreciate that we've, we, you know, and I do. I don't think he'll change the formation because it's been made very clear 
pretty much from from Dave Flickcroft that you know we've 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 um we've recruited to a formation. Sometimes I do think that is a little bit uh, I'm not I'm not mad keen on just saying we only play one formation because sometimes that can get you found out. Um so if it was to be the three centre halves, I do think like Johnny said earlier, it'd either be Connor Grant or Jason Lowe stepping into that back three. But for me personally, I would like us to see us go for maybe a four two three one or a a four five one when we're defending because I think it's quite easy for Alfie to uh tuck to left left side of midfield, Massey or Plant to tuck to right side of midfield, and Garrity to drop into the middle of the two and we can compact up that way then. Rather than being compact at the back, let's be compact in the middle of the pitch and kind of work that way. Yeah. Um because I don't think there's a single player in that starting eleven, who hasn't played part of that formation? Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Johnny, first goal scorer and time of the first goal. Brought to Colby. you by avtimings.com. Get Colby yourself over, sign up for a race. Colby Bishop. Colby Bishop, twenty-five right. minutes. The score. Two-one Portsmouth. Tom. Oh, I'm not very good at these. Funzo Ojo. Four minutes. Ooh. Four. Four one veil. Fucking hell. Are you okay? No, clearly not. I don't think we scored four this season, have we? No, no, we haven't. Some, I just, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Um, do you know? Do you know that better for in the group about each scoring ten goals this season? Yeah. Do you want to go doubles and it won't be 4-1? No, 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 because that is obviously... Uh, that This is just a, a joking shot in the dark. The £10 we've had on Ooch not to score 10 goals this season is a well-thought-out bet. You haven't thought... We've still got 30 or games left this season, plus... The, yeah, the you want him to become a one-in-three striker. He's one-in-eight at the minute. Yeah, but once 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 we hit the FA Cup final run and the League Cup final run and the, in in the Johnson Paint final run, oh, like, oh God, all these finals! Exactly, we're an extra twenty games there, play. I mean, are we are we talking ten goals in all competitions, including the Johnson's Paint? Are we? Um, I I'm saying no. I'm I'm excluding that because yeah, I. Yeah, that's I, fine. I, I don't mind including the League Cup and FA Cup. Yeah, because yeah, I I upped it to fifteen for Planty because Bears wanted to include that that cup. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not confident he'll score fifteen. No, no. So. And there's uh, well, me 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 last bet was that Tyree Simpson won't score seven. And yeah, I was laughed I was laughed at for that, and he's uh, he's on sitting on a big fat zero at the minute. No, he's on one. No, he's not. That was in the Johnson's Paint Trophy. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, I, I remember he scored a penalty, didn't he? So yeah, that was the Johnson paint. Yeah, fair uh, enough. There we are, Portsmouth. I'm going by the way. Colby Bishop first goals. No, Paddy Lane first goal scored it. Twenty-eight minutes. Portsmouth two 0 Two 0 And our <laughs> goal difference now. We have to go down to eighteenth in the table to find someone with a goal difference as bad as us. Fair enough. I'm not wearing my blue shirt. Yeah. No. To stay away from that. I've only worn it twice. We've lost seven 0 and three 0 So, 
Yeah, don't worry about that. Five goals a game, eh? Averaging five goals a game again. Let's let's keep that away, then. Yeah. There will be five goals in the game Saturday, and it will be Port Vale four, Portsmouth one. And on that, Newcastle just beat Paddy's 4-1 Melbourne to the Geordies. Yeah, nobody saw that either. Ah, to be fair, yeah, they did, actually. They were Bucky's favourites, weren't they? they? Oh, were they? Yeah, yeah, Castle were favourites, yeah. I'm sure they should. PSG is shite. Yeah, fair enough. They've got that fraud up front, haven't they, Mbappe? Yeah, and as we sign off, uh, I've been down the Vale tonight, get my Roger book. I've read the first chapter already. Already a great read. If you haven't pre-ordered it, get a copy. All the funds raised from it are going towards the statue. £100,000 needed for the statue, so get yourselves over there to cap it all it's called. Have a look for it online. Get yourselves a copy. I'm, I'm waiting till you finish reading this. I'm going to buy it off you. You're not. I'm waiting till my dad finishes reading it when he gets back from Bahrain, then I'm going to borrow it off him for free. It's signed. <laughs> so you can't have it off this. What's it say? Best wishes, John Rudd. So could go to anyone then. <laughs> but I'm keeping it because it's signed. Fair and enough. I brought a bookmark while I was there for five pounds, like we sold them for at the quiz night. You did? How many? Was he selling them for a fiver, or was that just you? Twenty-five pence. He was selling them for. Twenty-five pence. That we were. He was selling them for a donation. I was going to say. But I put a fiver. It only felt right, as that's what we had off people at the quiz night. Yeah, the, and you did you did say you'd wanted one, but I think I think I think we ended up selling them. I think we did. I think we sold them all on quiz night, and Dave couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's the power the power of beer and um, making people feel guilty. Yeah, it is. There was definitely a lot of that. Beer um, or making people feel both, guilty. Both, both of them. Honestly, yeah. speaking of a lot of beer, Saturday's a lot of beer day, and. Saturday's a long gold slog. It's a big job. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Oh, also, side note, well done to the Crown for their two awards last night. Um, I think they won live music uh, pub of the year and also Port Vale fans pub of the year. Oh. So well done to well done to everyone at the Crown. Um. And yeah, see you all in there Saturday morning. For shelter. For shelter, obviously, for nothing else. Yeah, because it's weather's gone piss poor, it's October. Well, it's going to be, is it still dark at 6 a.m. now? I don't know at this stage. It's about, yeah, it's up about at 6 for a while. I was yeah. out the house for work yesterday, about 10 to 7. It was dusk. <laughs> was it? Yeah. It was dusk. Dust. Johnny, you've got a small child. What? What? Six o'clock? Like? Yeah, it's, it's pretty much dark, mate. Is it? Ooh. Yeah. Winter, so. Winter's coming now, isn't it? Winter's it winter. coming. Something else has happened. Mark Hughes has been sacked. Yeah. Wonderful news. So yeah, he's gone. To be John. fair, they keep sacking people. They're not getting any better. Bradford are on. No, Daryl Clark took his first game of Cheltenham last night and they still didn't they score a goal. So they yeah, still 2 0, didn't they? Yeah, is that 10 games now without a goal? Yeah. 11. 11 does not include the cup. 11 including the cup. Maybe. Yeah. No, they, they scored in the cup, I'm sure. So. Oh, 10 league games without a goal. I think he scored. Gabo scored an own goal, didn't he? 
Yeah, they played eleven. They they played eleven. Yeah, they played eleven, Mark, wasn't? Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we 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 will find out obviously tomorrow as well if our game next week against Fleetwood will be postponed because the international fixtures, uh, international squads come out tomorrow. Yeah. The so, under-20s have actually got a game as well. I time. didn't think the under-20s were playing until November. Uh, is this I'm not? Sure, I'm sure it was November. I'm sure they've got a game we in November and a game in March. Especially if we lose. We could do with that being on. Thursday the 12th of October, Romania away. Ah, and away 17th, as well. Yeah, 17th, Portugal at home, which is yeah, Tuesday. So that's oh, going to be that buggered. That's a stadium MK as well. If anyone's if anyone's free on that Tuesday, seven o'clock. Washing me out. I'll be able to get it on the telly, I'm sure. But <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I imagine I imagine all three will get called up again because uh, obviously Alfie training with the first last time. Josh Thomas scoring for Wales under twenty ones, and well, I don't think you get involved in it in an under-20s camp and then not get called up for the game a month later. Unless they called more players up for the camp than they can have in the squad. But even if they did, I'd imagine Oli Arbor. How many many of them are playing League One level week in, week out? I know. And they've got 11 games under the belt. Yeah, so it looks like probably the Fleetwood game will get cancelled. You're full of fucking good news tonight, you are. I don't think we've got a game on the Tuesday, have we? No, after Newcastle and that four in a row, we've then got a week off before we play Mansfield on Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, no, we've got Peterborough on a Tuesday before we play Mansfield on a Tuesday. I think that's the Tuesday before Mansfield. I think we've got one week off and then two Tuesdays in a row again. Yeah, we play, yeah, we play Fleetwood, then a week off, then Stevenage away, then Peterborough on this Tuesday, then Cheltenham, Mansfield, then the FA yeah. Cup. Right. Which the FA Cup draw should be probably Monday. No, a week on Monday. The the fourteenth of October is the uh, final qualifying round, so, so it's normally the sixteenth at seven o'clock, I think. Yeah. Fair um, enough. So that'll be the night. Well, that'll be that weekend of us not really having much football going on. Oh, mm. might might have a trip up to the seaside then. Yeah, I'm uh, probably going to go to uh, Redgate Clayton watch them that weekend. Filed about League Town that weekend, won't we? Potentially. Oh no, yes, yes, that's the FA Cup. Yes, so that'll be that weekend. Yeah. Might pop up to the seaside then. Yeah. Go, go, go watch that. Um, yeah, so sorry to sorry to uh, shit on the parade after the podcast there, but yeah, you don't like Hooch. We might not have a game. <laughs> it's not. I don't the... like him. On the plus side, we're going to win 4-1. And on that note, I'm going bad. I hope you've all enjoyed the pod. Have an ale and up the veil. So, it's full time from the pod, and we've just lost again. And now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez? Well, I'm looking to who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight. And enjoy it through the app. Johnny? Yeah, there we go. So, order make delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil.
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.